Shut up. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Take it away, Benny. Nope, I'm not taking a part of that. Oh, you son of a... Welcome to this week's episode of Talking with Benny and the Jet. I'm Jet. And I'm Benny. Alright, so, Benny, last weekend, Space Jam and New Legacy came out. Final thoughts? I thought it was actually really good. As much as the critics don't necessarily like it, I thought it was really good. And the critics can go. <laughs> and I am not going to finish that sentence, or I could get sued. Probably. Not necessarily sued, but definitely uh, blasphemy. Yeah, I personally thought it was okay. But anyway, yeah, that came out last weekend, and it it brings up actually what I wanted to make this week's episode about why we love crossovers. Now, now you remember in in like the early month was it early January uh, when like lots of new shows were coming out for this film, mm-hmm. and I think when it was when when this movie was first announced, people were like either rolled their eyes saying, "Oh, a Space Jam movie after how many years." There was like there was like a lot of groan inducing, and when that first trailer dropped, that was when people got interested. Oh yeah, it was that's when it, that's when it introduced you know the whole idea of crossing into the Warner Brothers properties, and that's when people started to take notice. Mm-hmm. So my question, my questions for today, as I stated, is why is why the general public gets so behind crossovers, and why they seem to do so well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been around for a long time, longer than we thought, really. Like, Well, just just to go back to this, uh, I did some research, and, and like, one of the earliest examples I can look at, like, when it comes to, to pop culture, was, surprisingly or not, the, the Universal Horror films of the 13 and 40s. Ooh. Yeah, they, they were said to, like, like, most of them, like, they, I, I think for the most part, when they first came out, they had their own continuities. But then later on, like I think they eventually started crossing over with each other. I think you had like Frankenstein fights the Wolfman, mm-hmm. and like 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 other like other sequels to Frankenstein. There's like a ton of sequels to Frankenstein, and of course that culminated in 1948, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which was Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, and Abbott and Costello. Great film if you. If, if you haven't seen it, by the way. One of the best comedies of our time. But, of that time. But that's like one of the first examples I can think of of like inter intercontinuity like characters meeting up in a work of fiction. I'm sure as far as like general public availability, you know? Definitely for the first time in big for the big time in theaters. One of the now remember, I'm saying one of the. Yes. I'm sure there were some other things before that, but that's one of the fir- earliest examples I've I can think of, and of course there have certainly been other, like just as far as like movies have been concerned throughout the years, you know. Let me see, like, yeah, here we go. Of course, I said we have Evan Costello. Of course, in 1988, 40 years later, we had Who Framed Roger Rabbit, one of the greatest films of all time. That that was like classic Golden Age cartoons all meeting together on the first screen. Oh my goodness! And when the one of the best one of the best scenes in there was Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny meeting falling down from the same time. I pers- I personally like the the Daffy and and, and Donald piano duel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like that? That was hilarious. Uh, of course, in and in, in recent years we had like the MCU established continuity with the Marvel characters, and then following that 
the the DCU extended universe and which and, did not start off too well. Yeah, and then it's, and then remember for the longest time after that it seems like every franchise was trying trying to get like an established universe, an extended universe. Yeah. Yeah, we had the dark universe that that Universal tried to do, which kind of tanked after the Mummy. Yeah, they've tried to fit way too much into that. It was kind of like a Batman versus Superman problem. Uh, it's too much. It's too much. I would argue it's more like uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. I did not see that, fortunately. Well, it's garbage. But anyway, that uh, was the first one. But yeah, that's yeah, that was less successful. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, there was the MonsterVerse with Godzilla and, and King Kong, and that is that's that pretty was solid. that was pretty cool. There's, I'm sure there's some other examples I can think of, but. Those are the ones that come to mind off the top of my head. So again, I have to ask, what is what is like the general public's like fascination with crossovers? I mean, I think the biggest draw there is like seeing established characters from each of the universe, seeing them how they would interact with each other. Yeah, and well, I mean, that's just like a, a characters from like in the same universe, you know, mm-hmm. or like I'm. I'm ta- not. Just, I'm not just talking about those kinds of crossovers. I'm talking about like, like other crossovers where like two two characters who are completely unrelated to each other. You know, like like your Freddy's versus Jason. You know, mm-hmm. or or your your Smash your Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's a huge crossover. Oh my god. Or I'm trying to or, or PlayStation All Stars or PlayStation All Stars Soul Calibur Mortal Kombat Injustice Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that King of Hearts especially like all those Disney worlds. Come not on. not just the Disney worlds. You got the Final Fantasy characters and other, and the world ends with you and Dream Drop Distance. Mm-hmm. So, I have to, I have to ask yourself, what do you personally feel about crossovers? Um, when done correctly, and when the, their the characters are acting within characters mm-hmm. for themselves, I think it can work re- rather well, especially. If there's some good relationship between the two, between two universes that are crossing over, yeah, I like I like that when I I, I like that kind where it's like where it's like well like when Batman and Superman team up, you know, they're pretty much like opposites in terms of personality, and yet they're able to put that aside and work together, you know, and that's how they get the Justice League and other other great stories. So, mm-hmm. but again, like I said, those are like within the same world, so that's just one example. Mm-hmm. Now, also, so why do some crossovers work and some others don't? Well, I think like what you said, some try to do too much, a too a too a too, yeah, too try to do too much with with so little time, in like the dark universe. Try to set up like four or five movies with one movie. Yeah, they try. They they obviously did the money. They were trying to do, uh, what was it? Uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde, and. I don't know how many. They, they they tried to set up this like humongous world instead of keeping the focus on the mummy. That was the big that was the big setback. And the mummy wasn't as intimidating as it, as she could have been. And it was a she and, and not to, not to put anything that's that's anything more, about that, that's more due to the behind the scenes drama deciding to focus more on Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's a, that's a little weird. I, I, I mean, I, again, he is the main character. Okay, I think we spent enough time bashing him, the mummy. Right, that's that's fair. That's a four-year-old movie at this point. Yeah. 
Yeah, but but those are just some examples of crossover th- throughout fiction, and we've already talked about how how they bring characters together who may may not necessarily have anything to do with each other, and they interact. And we've also established how how some crossovers have actually no, we haven't established how some crossovers happen, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, for example. That's just but you know, it came out with Iron. It started off with Iron Man in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and they slowly started building the world with each movie. Yep, that's correct. Until it eventually culminated with Avengers in two thousand twelve, which was a very very good movie. And then they pretty much just took it took it back a bit and just like okay, we'll still be we'll be setting things up for the in the long game with you know things to for like one big culmination, but we'll also take our time. You know, with each each movie, you know, so that they could all be standalone movies, more or less, for the also, most part, yeah. But also have a little bit of foreshadowing, epic foreshadowing. Exactly. I think that's why the the Marvel universe, I think, is one of the modern examples of like how to do like crossover fiction properly. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what seems to be a popular outlet for like crossovers these these days? What would that be? Mostly comic books and video games. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that, that's rather easy to do, really. Uh, I would argue not as easy as you think, but at the same time, somewhat, yeah. It's easier than trying to do it for movies, though. That's true. Well, well, games probably cost less to make than movies, do they? Uh, maybe. I mean, you'd have to for the movies. You'd definitely have the actors, the cameras, and all that. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Uh, okay, so just to name, like, an examples, like, of the video games, like, let's go back to, we mentioned Smash earlier, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, what was it, back in, uh, with Brawl, back in... There was first Smash. Well, yeah, Smash but I'm, Smash yeah, but, yeah, but we're getting, I'm going to Brawl, because that's when, the, that's when they started to get the other characters, you know? They started off simple with Solid Snake and Sonic, mm-hmm. then the, with the game after that, for the Wii, Wii and, and 3DS, they, they brought in Cloud and Bayonetta. And, that was the two and Mega Man and Mega Man and Pac Man. Yep. And was that it for the crossover characters? I believe so from that generation. And then we and then, and and then, then we got to Ultimate and things got crazy. Oh, really crazy. Oh, they had Ryu too. Right. That's right. From that's Street right. Fighter. Yep. And then we get to Ultimate. And that's where things got really crazy. You got not just Ryu, Cloud, Bayonetta, and Pac Man and Mega Man. Yeah. You had like. I don't know who who they King have. King K. Rule. They had King K. Rule. Well, no, he's from Nintendo though. They had Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie, yes. They had Sephiroth. Oh yeah, that was a cool they, one. They had Joker from Persona Five. Mm-hmm. So d- just to name a just to name an example, just some examples. That's those are what we call like you know like I I don't personally consider those like like full on crossovers. It's more like you know it's just like a simple crossover. You know, but just combination. Try- yeah, well, they just join up for a fighting game, you know, like like in PlayStation All Stars, you had the guest fighters, uh, Dante, Raiden, Heiachi, Big Daddy, and Isaac Clark, mm-hmm. and you know, and and in uh, Mortal Kombat, yeah, in Mortal Kombat, like was it like not two thousand eleven? They kept it simple with the with a guest fighter in Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. and then when they brought out Mortal Kombat ten, they introduced Leatherface, Jason. A predator and alien as the guest fighters, which and, is pretty awesome. Yeah, but they couldn't bring back Freddy to fight Jason. I guess they didn't have the rights at the same time. I don't know. It's not up to me. And then in World Combat Eleven, 
They brought they brought in Rambo, the Terminator, RoboCop, and Spawn, and the Joker. The uh, Joker from DC. Yeah. Obviously. Well, that makes sense though, because Mortal Kombat and DC are both owned by Warner Brothers. So, mm-hmm. so that's that's another example. And then in Injustice Two, they brought in Hellboy. Uh, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. That was awesome. I remember that. That, it, that was really cool. Yeah, but uh, but, but again, those aren't like full-on crossovers where aside from like 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 dialogue options, they don't really interact. That's that's just my personal opinion, you know. That's fair. That's fair. So you so in your opinion, Smash Brothers, DC um um DC versus uh DC Injustice. Well, I mean, they're technically classified as crossovers by Wikipedia, but I personally don't consider them like, you know, like a standard crossover, you know? Okay, fair enough. So So something like Kingdom Hearts or like where like various Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters are meeting and inter- interacting, I that's a crossover. All right. So, in your opinion, what would you say Ready Player 1 would count as? Oh yeah, for those of you who don't know, in 2008, 2008 was a really big year for crossovers. That was when Smash Ultimate came out, that was when Ralph Breaks the Internet, which could be considered a precursor to Space Jam New Legacy, mm-hmm. came out. And that was when Ready Player One came out, with the, which the internet, I think, went bananas over just by the trailer. Mm-hmm. It was based off of a book called Ready Player One. Really? I thought it was based off of a book called Ready Player 17. There's a player seventeen. Why did you tell me that? God, wouldn't wouldn't that get confusing for online play? Oh my gosh, yes, it would. Although, not even not even Fortnite allows that. Well, not necessarily player not seventeen. They just have a big sandbox for that. But anyway, yeah, going back to what I said, I don't consider Ready Player One a true crossover either. Now, because yeah. you remember the trailers, they showed like. What was it? Just going by the trailers, they had like, like, like Doc Brown's time machine uh-huh. and King Kong and the Iron Giant. Yeah, I don't consider when you go back, they're all taking place in that virtual reality world that the story took place in. And so they're just like, like three D like representations of the things, not the actual things themselves. Yeah, like and a chunky and, thing. And they're controlled by like other players. Not again, not actually represent. Representing, representing the characters themselves interacting. So, by that logic, I don't consider Ready Player One a true crossover. All right. More yeah. like more like just a really a really big ooh, I recognize that thing, and I recognize that thing. A bunch of references. Yeah. Speaking of which, there was an article on IGN I saw published where they pretty much like blasted that kind of crossover along with that and Space Jam. And Wrecking Ralph too. Do you agree with that? I mean, there's some elements that make sense for that. It, it basically case. said they they're over reliant on nostalgia, which I can somewhat agree with. Yeah, somewhat. But at, at the same time, I believe that they can stand on their own for the most part, even without the nostalgia. That's true. Them. I mean, they still they still manage to like like base good somewhat good plots around them, you know. So. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're totally reliant on that hook, you know? It's just a little... I think, I, in my opinion, with, with Space Jam Legacy, that was, that was more... That, that was the main selling point. That was the Mo- main selling mostly. point. Mostly. 
But at the same time, there was an established good plot that didn't necessarily require. I don't know if I could service. say it was a good plot. It was a plot that was managed serviceable. Serviceable, yeah. Serviceable. <laughs> I would agree with that. But let's. But yeah, I thought that even with them being references and all, I don't think it was a bad idea in general. Mm hmm. You know another. You know another medium that's for good for crossovers, television. Oh yeah. Particularly cartoons. That's what is. I would say that's what is most flexible for. It. I mean, when it comes to to like live action, the most prominent example I of a crossover on TV I can think of is like the Arrowverse with mm -hmm. on the, on the CW, but not a lot of others spring to mind. Yeah, not on the top of my head either. But with cartoons, we've had a lot of good ones over the years, like uh, Simpsons and Futurama, mm -hmm. Jetsons and the Flintstones. <laughs> can, can you think of any, Be Benny? Well, obviously the Simpsons and, the, and, and Family Guy. That was a big one that happened. I said good ones. But that was a big one. I, I didn't necessarily say it was a good one. But, fair, fair. Um, let's see, a big one, a good one. What about um Phineas and Ferb Mission Marvel? Well, well, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Phineas and Ferb was a cartoon in like, like early two, late two thousands. It was definitely late two thousands. It was a Disney cartoon, and right around after after like the MCU was going, they crossed over with an Avengers cartoon. <laughs> yep, that was a fun episode. Yeah, Spider Man, yeah. Hulk, Iron Man, and Thor <laughs> team up with Phineas and Ferb and Harry the Platypus to go up against Dark. Dark, um, Dr. Hines Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get the idea. We get, we get the idea. Red, but Red Skull, Modoc, <laughs> uh, Whiplash, and, and Venom. Venom. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. Wasn't there also a Star Wars one? Yes. That. Uh, but but to be fair, they put it in the in the opening credits that none of this is canon, so everything's fine. Yeah. For some reason, I don't think like Disney is like as as big with like crossovers because they're like insanely protective of their properties i mean you'll get like something like every now and then but like like the mcu or like a video game or, or ralph breaks the internet but for the most part they don't do as much as like some other companies it seems like but they're starting to loosen up with with, with shows like loki and um and what was it the one with scarlet witch um, wandavision wandavision yeah they're starting to open up a little bit there too how so? Like, it seems that they're starting to stream, go from the shows, they're starting to interact with the with the movies as well. That's, that, well, these are directly tied to the movies. That was my biggest complaint of, like, the Netflix show, or, the, or like, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and stuff, you know? Yeah, Daredevil, that was... That, a great show, don't get me wrong. That could have, I think they could have made that work, somehow. Gone, going from there into the MCU. Well, I mean, to be fair, Daredevil hasn't like really been like like a like a, an Avenger for the most part in the comics. So yeah, he's more street level. But Luke Cage is. They could have easily brought him in. Mm-hmm. They should. They could. But what else? Uh, you know who's like you know who's also big on their crossovers. You know who's like big on crossovers? Who? Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. I, now that you mentioned, yeah. They're, that's one of the easier ones to do, too. They had, like, 
They had like a, they had like uh, one with Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> oh, those are classic. They had like a, a lot of crossover games, you know, like like it was like at least two racing games, I think. Yep. And uh, they definitely had bash them, smash them up, just like a Super really? Smash Bros. Yeah, they had at least one. Huh. I don't remember that. Uh, Warner Brothers is also known for their crossovers too, like. Like I said, the Jetsons meets the Flintstones. Yeah, me. I said some bunch of crossovers in there. Uh, kind of, yeah. They do eventually split up into other things. Well, I, well, I mean, they're like all the characters like within the same show, though. You know, like Pinky and the Brain, the Hippos, the Good Feathers, uh, Slappy Squirrel. They're mm. they're all like original characters created for that sole purpose. Is what I'm saying. You know. Okay, fair enough. But. Another big crossover. Hey, you know, you know, a big crossover. What? All the Tom and Jerry films. Uh, yeah, yeah. About for that those of you who don't know, for some reason, like in the two thousands, they got like on this weird, weird obsession with like cross crossing over Tom and Jerry with whatever they could get their hands on. Yeah. Particularly if they already owned it, like there was one with Tom and Jerry, Wizard of Oz. And there was a return to Oz. There was, and, was, and in the first case, it was like literally you take the 1939 Oz film and for some reason you just re insert Tom and Jerry into it. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was one with Tom and Jerry and Sherlock Holmes. That one was a weird one too. There and was, Robin Hood. There was one with Robin Hood. So And very briefly talk about this. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yeah. For some reason, what was it, in 2017 or 18... Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. One I of those two years, for some reason, this is where like people like like put their foot down and said no. For some reason, they did a crossover with Willy Wonka, and the the, the 1971 film, and everyone just like hated it. It's quite understandable why, though. It's much. I a good bit. If, if I can throw in a bit too, I know the reason I think it was like so detested is because. It probably came not too long after, like I think Gene Wilder died. So I think like the 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 they were still recovering from that, and it's like they just when they hear this, it's like too soon, too yeah. soon, you know. That would be yeah. That's a but but choice. but for some reason that was like when everyone just like said nah, and then and for 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 some reason ever since then we haven't seen many more Tom and Jerry crossovers. Probably a good decision for that one. You want to hear something funny? What? The reason why that movie exists is because Warner Brothers, per their agreement with like the Royal Doll Estate, said that if unless they make another movie, they'll lose the rights. So they pretty much just slopped this movie together quickly and like threw in Tom and Jerry. And when they saw it, the the Royal Doll Estate was so mad that they took the rights away and gave it to Netflix. Ouch. <laughs> How is that for ironic? Pretty ironic. <laughs> that 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 is a major fail. Yeah. We can also talk about some other bad crossovers too. Like <laughs> Okay, like, what comes to your mind? Uh a pretty bad one that comes to my mind is Surf's Up and WWE. That was a thing. There's a lot of crossovers with WWE. <laughs> yeah. And of course, 
for those of you who don't know, Ben's a big wrestling fan, so of course he would know. Benny's a big wrestling fan, so of course he would know all about these. Yeah. What else has WWE crossed over with, Benny? They've crossed over with Scooby-Doo and the gang. Of course they have. They've crossed over with uh, the Flintstones. What? <laughs> yes. And even weirder than that, they've crossed over with the Jetsons. I took my medicine today, right? Because my head should not be hurting this bad. Maybe you should take an hour dose. <laughs> oh my gosh, though. that yeah. I I know I know Vince McMahon will do anything to like put sell up make money or 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 like or like well I didn't know he was this big of a whore though. Learn <laughs> <laughs> I say that out loud, otherwise. They could, they could come stop you at the door. I'm a, I'm a poor, I'm a, I'm a middle class white guy from Maryland. What's he going to do? Don't say that you're from Maryland. At least you didn't say the city. We're okay. good. Nope. Say the city. Do not say the city. Okay. We're good. So, oh, there's <laughs> other bad crossers I could think of too. Let's see. There was, what was a really big one? A really big, bad crossover event. For the record, we're in Annapolis. Annapolis? Yeah, yes. We are in Annapolis. <laughs> if you want to sue us, that's where you'll find us. If you want to come bring Kane or Undertaker or uh, uh, John Cena to come to beat us up. He's a good guy. Why would he beat us up? Okay, um, if you want to send Sam Punk... And no, those two guys are retired. Yes, I agree. I know. Um... I'm 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 struggling with names right now. Um, if you want, if, if you want to have Randy Orton come RKO us, you'll find us in Annapolis. <laughs> yes, Anna yes, Annapolis. Well, Ryder, can you get Roman Reigns to Superman punch him? He's been a thorn in my side since first grade. That's not true. Kind of is. I've only I think I've only been a thorn in your side since high school. Really, I've been best friends with you since first grade. But bag to flipping. Differ. Anyway, <laughs> what other crossovers can you think of? Well, there, this one's a, not as well known to to the U.S. audience, but over oh, Japan. God. No, no. We just said we wouldn't talk about this. Dang it. Okay, fine. Okay. What I'm, I'm sorry, but considering how I know nothing about this, I just don't think it'd be a good subject. But on that, on that subject, going back in the, in the Japanese car animation... Mang mangas, you don't. There aren't a lot of manga cro or anime crossovers, are there? Oh, there are several anime crossovers. Oh, really? Can you name one? Yes, there was a big one that happened between Toriko, Dragon Ball Z, and One Piece. Those are very big. They well, two oh. of them are very big names from Shonen Jump. Oh, okay. I can I can think of one. The the. The Yu-Gi-Oh! The Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu -Gi -Oh movie with all three with all three characters from the different series. Yeah, that was a strange one. I, mean, I liked it. I, I it was good for sure, but it seemed like it the duel only lasted like three like four turns at most, and with each character main character actually using their signature monster to actually defeat the thing that they were in front of. I I'm just looking at a. A, a list of, of random anime crossovers, and one of them listed is Gundam meets Hello Kitty. Surprisingly, I think that would be interesting to look at. No! 
I said surprisingly. Because, I mean, it, pro- it shouldn't work. So, so, yeah. Uh, Eastern cartoons obviously don't... Eastern uh, animation doesn't obviously do as, as many crossovers as it seems like. Western animation does seem to do, but there are some, and we listed some examples. Mm-hmm. Now, what... Hold on, hold on. All right, now we now we get to the big one. I think what I think is one of the dominant examples of crossovers, comic books. Oh yeah, there are too many to name. For for, me. for those who don't know, I didn't like become like a hardcore like comic book reader. I think to like high school at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say this without 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 hyperbole. What one of my favorite books I read at the time was Marvel versus DC. And that was a that was a pretty old example of crossovers too. Yeah, but at the time it was like one of the biggest ones, like especially that I could at least get my hands on. Mm-hmm. I remember at the t- this. Can I go off on a quick tangent? Sure. Uh, so back in the time, it was easier to find Marvel vs. DC. Like the one, the one I originally got, I got it at Barnes and Noble. Was okay for like only like twenty, maybe twenty six bucks. Okay. Okay. Then when it was like later in high school, I took it. I took it in a bag on a on a field trip, you know, because we were go- we were going by train. Mm-hmm. I took it in a bag to read on the train, and then I lost the bag. Oh no! Oh no! Yes, I don't know what happened, but I think basically, long story short, is I think I looked up for a second. I think my teacher's talking to me, and when I looked up and I looked back, my bag was gone. Oh gosh! So yes. I I think I either misplaced it or someone snatched it when I wasn't looking. I mean, obviously, I didn't have my wallet or anything too valuable in it. Well, that was valuable to me. But that was sentimental value for sure. Well, yeah. So, but like, I, I wasted like I wasted like our 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 time. Like, I went up to like the the like the the sub people in charge, like the metro. I asked them, "Hey, have you got like reports of like a lost and found bag or whatever?" And like, like I took up our time. We like were were like thirty minutes. Spent more than we had planned to be at that station, and I remember a lot of this, the my classmates were mad at me. So, <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> so another another sad sad story from my from my younger days. Yep, the the glory days. Which sadly there are a lot of them. But yeah, for those of you who don't know, in the late nineties, Marvel versus. Marvel vs. DC or or DC vs. Marvel, both titles were used, was one of the big one of one of the big was at the time the biggest crossover between the two biggest companies. It basically took the basic premise of, hey, you have some great characters, we have some great characters. Let's put them together and have them fight. And if I remember correctly, the winners were decided by voting. Mo- I I don't know if it was all of them, but at least five were. And those five were. Specifically, uh, uh, those five were Hulk versus Superman, where Superman beat Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Storm versus Wonder Woman, where where Storm beat Wonder Woman. I, I, I that's the that, that was the nineties. The the X Men were super popular at the time. Yeah, I, I, I can understand that. Uh, Wolverine versus Lobo. Wolverine won that. <laughs> That I mean, that was disappointing. Like it shows them like fighting on the panel, 
they like go behind the bar counter. There's like a, a, a brief like a beat page, and then Wolverine reaches up and grabs a cigarette and starts smoking. The fight's done. Well, that, that is anticlimactic. At least have Lolo's head on his claws or something. Yeah. Uh, fifth one I think was Batman versus Captain America. I think it's officially ruled that like Batman won that, but the way it happened is like. Captain America got, like, they're fighting in the sewer, and Captain America, like, gets knocked out by, like, running water or something. It's kind of, it's kind of also anticlimactic. So, there's a fifth one. I'm, tr- I'm trying to decide, the, I'm trying to think. What was the fifth one? You said four so far. The, the Batman, it was... Batman versus Captain America, Storm versus Wonder Woman, Lobo versus Wolverine. It was Hulk versus Superman. Superman. Oh, God. Uh, hold on. Was uh, it, uh, Hawkeye uh, versus Green No, Man? you would think. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up real quick. <coughs> okay. Did it involve Spider-Man? Yes, Spider-Man versus Superboy. Ah, thank you. I'm glad I caught that one. <laughs> yes, thank you. Okay, well, that's, that's a few seconds we didn't have to waste. Yeah, Spider-Man won that one. Okay, that one would be weird to see. Yeah, you know how he won that? How did he win that one? So, basically, like, Superboy is, like, flying at him, okay? He like he's got like a pair of sunglasses. He's got like sunglasses or whatever on. He, he shoots some webbing into his eyes, leaps away, and and Superboy like pretty much like fries into an electrical box. Oh gosh! <laughs> and it knocks him out. I mean that would be a that's way actually, for Spider-Man to to fight. That's sure. actually kind of funny. I will give him that. That's creative a bit. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. I can so, get so yeah, that's one. That's one of the most well-known DC cross, DC and Marvel crossovers. It wasn't the first. We had, there was a ton. Like the, I think like the first biggest one was in the seventies. It was simply called Superman versus the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh gosh, have like what makes them think that that would be a good fight? No, it wasn't like a fight. It was more of a straight team up. Then why did they call it Batman uh, Superman versus Spider-Man? Because they do br- they do briefly fight. You know, like in Batman v Superman. Oh yeah. But anyway, basically the way they did that is like they took the characters and like and they were like, no, they pretty much existed in the same universe this whole time. <laughs> and they teamed up to I think fight Doc Ock and Lex Luthor. Now that would be an interesting team up. Yeah. And then of course there's like a bit a, a bit like smaller crossovers I think throughout the years. There's like one with Batman Captain America where Joker teams up with the Red Skull. Did, uh, did you ever see that that panel where it's like the whole time he's like things like oh this guy's dressing up as as a Nazi he must be a troll <laughs> and and then he's like and then he's like wait you really were a Nazi this whole time it's like I don't care I don't care what your deal is pal I may be a lunatic but I'm an American lunatic <laughs> yeah yeah joke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a backstab way to happen from Joker. Yeah, so there was that cross. There was there was like I think two with Batman and and the Punisher. Mm-hmm. That 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 was a that, that was fight based one. So and then, and then of course in the two thousands we had JLA and Avengers, which was more like story driven. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the last like that was like the last crossover between the two, between Marvel and, and DC. Yeah. But there have been others with DC specifically, Ender. There's been a few with DC, like they did, like they did, like uh, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, 
Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, they took the Injustice games and they took and they crossed them over with He Man. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No, I did not know that. Well, it's a thing. I'm trying to think. What are some other examples? Can you think of any? From comic books specifically? Yeah. Um, wasn't there one? Uh, wasn't there a crossover between Siege Men and Turtles in the Power Rangers? Yeah, there you're right. You're right. There's there's also one between Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. Uh, I'm gonna look up some DC crossovers. Let's see. I would imagine that there would have to be at least one crossover with Batman and Sherlock Holmes. There is one with I think. I think you're right. There is one with Batman and Sherlock Holmes. There's one with Superman versus the Terminator. Yeah. Uh, this is there's probably... a lot of them with Superman. I could imagine Superman uh, being the Terminator to a bloody pulp. You would think. You would think. Unless the Terminator happened to have kryptonite in his chest. Or is magical. What Terminator do you think is going to be magical? Other than, T other than the TX. I don't know. Possibly. Anyway, yeah. DC just seems to like... <laughs> DC seems to like want to do... Uh, is more flexible with crossovers than Marvel is, it seems like. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, but it makes sense because Marvel's pretty, pretty well, well, Marvel's owned by, by Disney now, and like I said, Disney is like super protective of its, of its rights and, and property, so. But we'll see in the future for those two. I, there is one I can think of off the top of my head, okay? Okay, so in like in the early 2000s, they did a, a series called Marvel Zombies, where they explored an alternate universe where all the superheroes turned into zombies. Ooh. Yeah. And I don't remember how, like, the original story went, but they eventually, after it was done, they released a crossover with Ash from the Evil Dead movies. Oh, my goodness. It's pretty much just a whole comic book series of Ash, like, going to town on superhero zombies. And it is awesome. So, how does Ash do against a zombified Hulk? I don't know. I, I haven't actually read it, but it's but I heard it's good, so. Because that just seems like Ash would get destroyed against the Hulk. Oh, okay. You want to hear? You want to hear one I can think of? Sure. Okay, so in the '80s there was a crossover with with Spider-Man and the cast of Saturday Night Live. Well, they are in New York. That's that true. They are in New work. York. It could work. If memory serves, the way it happened, I think, is one of the cast members pretty much called Marvel and was like, "Hey, I like what you guys are doing. Could we make a could we make, could we make a team up happen?" The guy at Marvel was like, "Sure," and they just pretty much went from there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and that's not the only time they teamed up with a TV personality. There's the Avengers meet David Letterman. Really? I haven't actually read or like seen a review of that, but. Just the title alone sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. I oh, okay. There was one like the early 2000s. It was... Okay, everyone's seen the Punisher Netflix show? Mm-hmm. Well, how about this? There was The Punisher Meets Eminem. Wow. That just seems very strange to me. I know. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, The Punisher is a, a guy who's fan... A, a, a guy whose family was killed... And he pretty much just becomes a one-man war on crime. And Eminem's just a rapper, though. I mean, like, yeah, he grew up in, in like, where did, where did Eminem grow up? Like, Detroit or something? 
I imagine it's Detroit. I, I think it's so. It's definitely a city. Yeah. Some rough city. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, basically. So he grew up in some rough streets, but that doesn't exactly qualify you in... It's like team up with like a an urban vigilante, you know? Okay, yeah, he was he was from Michigan. He was from Detroit. So yeah, that's just a weird idea, you know? Yeah. I I could imagine I I feel like in my head it would be much easier if uh if the um if he was to team up with I don't know, anyone from WWE maybe. You can't get off these wrestling crossovers, can you? No, no I can't. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, moving on. <laughs> mm, yeah, so so that's why I think that's why Marvel doesn't seem to to do as many crossovers as DC because theirs are just weird. Well, here's that, something that they can. That prepare. being said, that being said, DC does seem to be willing more to like like do with their, within their own properties. For example, one I can think of, and like, I think it was 2018 or 19, they released a comic called. Warner Bro I think it was DC meets Looney Tunes, where they pretty much teamed up with like all of Warner Brother cartoon <laughs> characters. Oh wow! Yes, there was like one where I think was like Elmer Fudd goes to Gotham and he fights Batman. <laughs> if that doesn't sound hilarious to you, then you have no sense of humor. Be be very very quiet. I'm hunting Batman. <laughs> Yeah, there was one I think where, where I think Bugs Bunny teamed up with like I think the Legion of Superheroes. Hmm. I think there. I think. Hold on, I'm gonna. I, I think there was one with Marvin the Martian and Green Lantern. That I, makes sense. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be misremembering that. Okay, who is Daffy Duck team up with? I don't remember. It's I haven't actually read that far into it, but it's it's a real fun, hilarious read if you're if you're if you're interested. So yeah, yeah. DC and Warner Bros. definitely seem more willing to experiment with their own properties. Now, wasn't there a crossover for Batman versus the Predator? There's a lot of these with the Predator and Alien. <laughs> you you got Batman versus Predator. You got Superman versus Alien versus Predator. There's obviously Superman wins that one. <laughs> surprisingly enough, there's one with there's a crossover with Predator and Archie. A predator and Archie. Yeah. How does that work out? I don't know. We'll 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 get into that later on in the episode, but it's just weird. Yeah, okay. All good examples, though. Yeah. Okay. And if I could, if I could bring up another topic, uh, there's a company that some of you might not be as as familiar with them, but they're they're called Dynamite Entertainment, and. One of their one of their things is they leash like a lot of popular characters, and sometimes they do like crossovers with them. Like just for example, like I have in my hand the Lone Ranger meets Zorro. Really? Yeah. Or the Lone Ranger and the Green Hornet. Now that one seems a little. That one seems a little interesting. Didn't they? Didn't they both start off like TV shows in the in the sixties and and they did some crossovers. I don't know that far back, but but I believe that's correct. Yeah. What else? There's some with there's some with Conan the Barbarian and Red Sonia. Hmm. Yeah. There's one. There's a crossover with Red Sonia and of all people Tarzan. Really? Huh. How? Hmm. Wonder how that would work out. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was also one with, like, a bunch of, like... Oh, I think there was... Oh, I can't I can't remember much more, but you get the idea. They take a lot more, like, older characters and, 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 and cross them over with each other. Dynamite's really good. I, I definitely recommend checking out their comics. Okay. And you know what else does a lot of crossovers? IDW. IDW was that? That's another comic book. That's another comic book company. They 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 they're also known for their licenses. They they, they have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. Transformers, Ooh. My <laughs> Little Pony. Yeah. So and GI Joe. So all those that I just listed. At one at one point in time, have have probably crossed over with each other at least once. You got Transformers and My Little Pony. Got Transformers Back to the Future. Transformers GI Joe. That would be very interesting. I think they did some Star Trek comics at one point. Oh. Yeah, there was actually I think one with a crossover with Star Trek and Doctor Who. <laughs> now that would be very interesting. Yeah. So. IDW, they're also known for their, their crossovers. They're, again, definitely recommend checking them out. Alright, so, real quick. There's two more things I want to talk about when it comes to crossovers. Alright, what All right. those be? One of those, we pretty much have a whole spin-off show dedicated to them. Fan fiction. Yeah, that's true. The most recent one that we did was the DreamWorks-style version of uh, Space Jam. Yeah, we're pretty much all the different DreamWorks characters, Shrek, Madagascar, Kung Fu Panda, reenacted the plot of Space Jam. All throughout it, we were pretty much asking the same question. Why? Why is this character this character? Why is that character that character? And why is any of this happening? Also, why are they rehashing the movie the entire time? Pretty it, much. They, it literally was pretty much just copy and paste. Except for the third and fourth chapter. There's four chapters. Well, let's say about that. If you want to learn more about that, go watch our spinoff. But anyway... Read the, I would read the book, before, the fan fiction, before we go the... For CR version? Yeah. <laughs> so, I think... I don't know when fan fiction eventually started, but I think it was like mostly to like do like, like Star Trek, like romance stuff, I think, or something like that. I could see that. And then, like, I think it picked off, and especially in the 2000s with, like... Harry Potter. Like, Harry Potter is, like, responsible for a lot of fan fiction. It's a very big avenue. Uh-huh. But, but, I, I think, what I, what I like about fan fiction, I think, is because it allows her some crossovers that I think just, for some reason or whatever, could not happen. Like, what, what kind of crossovers have you seen on fan, in fan fiction? Okay, well, going back to the whole MCU thing and the Arrowverse thing... There's a whole fanfic I found where they take the events of end of Infinity War and they they take for those of you who haven't seen Infinity War spoilers spoilers Thanos wipes out half the universe remember mm -hmm. and so they took that idea and they and they applied that to the the Arrowverse as well where they he wiped out half the characters as, there as well so the event the characters of Arrowverse and the MCU team up to fight Thanos. It's actually a very well-written fanfic. It's called... I forget what it was called, but I think... I, I can't remember it, but I'll try to think of it later. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it up in a That's That's an example, though, of, like, 
one that that in the real world could not happen. Yeah, due to uh, pride, um, copyright licensing, and uh, overall pride again in money. Yeah, well, first of all, it'd be super expensive. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there's like so many actors you have to go through. Oh my God! Work. Yes. But anyways, what other fan fiction have you heard of? Uh, let's see. Here's an interesting one. A crossover between going back to going back to this a, Willy Wonka and a crossover between him and and the show CSI. Oh my gosh! How does that work out? Uh, I'm not gonna say too much, but basically, a character from the movies is killed, and they have to figure out. Okay, of the of the movie's cast, who did it? And it's pretty much just like the straight lace cast of CSI interacting with the off the wall zaniness of Willy Wonka. <laughs> it's actually it's actually fun, much funnier than it has any right to be. Yeah, maybe we should review it sometime. Uh, I've actually decided that we won't be redoing it because it's just it's too it's too good written, you know. So we have to do the bad ones. Yes. Great. Yes, for these... For, it's called... Our show is about bad fan fiction. Ah, fine. <laughs> yeah. What else? Uh, there's a crossover fan fiction between Harry Potter and Percy Jackson. There's actually a ton of those, but... Which one are you talking about specifically? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but basically, for some reason, Percy and Harry end up switching places... <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. So how does Percy Jackson do in the Wizarding World for that? I don't know. I haven't read it in a while, but yeah, I'm trying to think. What are some other examples I have? Hold on. Uh, I have one with. There's a lot of one with TV shows. Oh, I have one with, with the TV show Doctor Who and Firefly. <laughs> Both, both, like I don't, I wouldn't call Doctor Who a cult show, but Firefly definitely. Both dedicate, both, like super popular sci science fiction shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on one sec. <clears throat> but that's the thing with fan fiction; they they have all this freedom to. That's to, true. To do all these. Uh, I know, like a lot of professional authors, like slam. Fan fiction, like instead of doing this, they should be they should be write, more writing their original stuff, and to a degree, degree, I I can uh, I can uh, see what the what they mean by that. What do you think? Well, it's I would say it's kind of hard nowadays to come to an original idea without it being at least a trope of something else. Yeah, because it's because everything's been done really, mm-hmm. like. Like anything you can think of, and with fan fiction, it makes it so much easier to do anything even mm-hmm. more that than stuff that you can actually do in in literature. Yeah, that's that's why I don't that that's why I don't think like fan fiction by itself is necessarily a bad idea. Definitely, it's like opens the door for more possibilities. But at the same time, though, we have an entire show of like going over like. Bad ones and just asking ourselves, what the hell? <laughs> there's, there's, there's. Can I end this real quick? Sure thing. There's, there's one Harry Potter one I found where, instead of Dumbledore as like the headmaster of, of Hogwarts, it's Stephen Colbert. 
Stephen Colbert? <laughs> well, for one reason, Stephen, Stephen Colbert is also a super nerd, so... Okay, that can help. Granted, granted, he's a super Lord of the Rings nerd, but... But this is not too far away from Lord of the Rings. That's true. So, yeah, that's that's our opinions on fan fiction, especially crossovers. We definitely encourage them. Yep. All right, Ben, we come to the final segment of, of our show. Our, yeah, our, our episode. Well, I hope you don't mind, but we're going to talk about some more. That's just, this was a very crossover-based episode. I want to take this time to highlight some possibly lesser-known crossovers. All right. What kind of crossovers do you, do you have in mind? Okay. Well, here's one. Uh, now, granted, this might not be lesser-known to like like comic book fans, especially the hardcore ones, but like to the general public, it might be. Uh, we'll start off with this one. It's called Superman vs. Muhammad Ali. Oh, man. Yeah, I've actually heard of it somehow. For those of you who don't know, uh, this is this was a comic book crossover where Superman meets the famous. He's like Muhammad Ali's like considered the best boxer, right? Yeah, I give it to you. So pretty much, they he meets the he meets Muhammad Ali. Uh, for some reason, aliens come, like they normally do in crossovers. <laughs> they make Superman weak, and for their entertainment, they make him fight Ali. Now, so in a boxing means, match. So that means that Superman is down to like a peak human level at least. At at the minimum, yeah. So that would be a very interesting. Fight yeah, to see. that definitely falls under the category of fictional character meets real character, like Eminem meets Punisher, which I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, who won that boxing match? By the way, I don't remember. I don't have a copy of that, so. Because, if I remember correctly, wasn't it Ali who actually won? Maybe. I don't know. But anyway. Alright, so, here's one. You remember how I said earlier how Archie met the Predator? Yeah. There's a lot of these with Archie. I can only imagine. Like, for example, there's the occasional one with Archie and Sabrina, which makes sense, I think, because they're owned by the same company. Fair enough. I think there's some with Casper, because, again, they're... I don't know if... There still are, but I think they used to be... I think they used to own Casper. Casper the Friendly Ghost? Yeah. But then you get into the weird ones. There's one with Archie and the Punisher. Did you mention before? I, I, I did? I thought, yeah. No, 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 that was Predator, Punisher, Predator. Punisher Eminem. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, Arch, basically... Yes. Uh, yeah, Archie and Punisher, basically, for some reason, the Punisher comes to Riverdale looking for a criminal... Who unfortunately happens to look a lot like Archie. Oh gosh. <laughs> Poor Archie. I know, right? It's funny. One of the most common panels you see for that comic is like the, the Punisher just like straight up pointing an Uzi in Archie's face. Oh gosh. <laughs> How surreal is that? <laughs> Alright. Uh, here's here's another one that's that's a little bit more well known. Uh, Justice League meets Power Rangers. Huh. Yeah. Basically, the Power Rangers somehow find themselves in the in the DC universe, and they team up with the Justice League. I think because I think Lord Zed teamed up with Brainiac. Ooh, that would be very interesting. Oh, these are the OG Power Rangers. Oh my oh, god. Yeah, this is the, this is the original first series Power Rangers, by the oh way. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
That would be amazing. Yeah, you get a you get a you get a, a great shot like I think in the beginning where Kimberly's Kimberly's in her Zor and Superman just flies up and he's like, "Ma'am, I'm gonna have to ask you to land your per- pterodactyl." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, okay. Here's a good one. Here's a good one with uh, tying to the the new Snake Eyes movies that just came out last night. G.I. Joe versus Street Fighter. Now, how does that work off? Basically, I think uh, uh, what's the company and Bison runs in Street Fighter Shadowloo? Uh, I think so. Basically, they team up with Cobra to run a fighting tournament. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Well, they are both like terrorist organizations, so. Mm-hmm. So you got like you got like weird shots. For some reason, I don't think like the 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 GI Joe characters were like as focused. It was more like I think Street Fighter folk centric. I think like well, for one thing, there's not that many martial artists in GI Joe other than Snake Eyes and like the ninjas. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm I know like they don't like some basic stuff, but they're mostly they're mostly like military guys, like guns and stuff. You know. Yeah. So I I don't know if that's an exactly even crossover, especially with like when you consider that of the fighting games, Street Fighter's not that crossover heavy. I mean, sure you got their appearances in Marvel vs. Capcom, and you got a whole one where they take on te- the cast of Tekken. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's not that much. Yeah, it is a little weird that they would have that kind it, of crossover. Though. It's a it's a good book. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. By the way, in case I haven't I haven't made this clear, a lot of these are comic books. Yeah, yeah, you did make that clear. Oh, I did. All <laughs> right, well, somewhat. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. I mentioned how Disney doesn't do a lot of crossovers anymore. Here's one of their earliest ones: Hercules and Aladdin. Now these were based off the shows. Yeah, right? for those of you who don't know, Hercules and Aladdin. They both had their own TV shows after their movies came out. And then in one episode of Hercules, uh, Jafar teams up with ha- with Hades, and they basically say, "Hey, my enemy stinks, and my and my enemy stinks. Let's have our enemies fight each other." And Hercules and Aladdin fight, as they do in most crossovers, mm-hmm. before, before they realize, "Hey, we've been set up," and they team up to fight Jafar and Hades. <laughs> now, how that works with like ancient Greece and like what was like Aladdin said, like. Like uh, it's definitely Middle East. Yeah, Middle with like, Eastern. with like, but the point is they don't exist at the same point in time. So how that works, I don't know. But it's definitely it's definitely a good a good a good a good crossover. It like shows like the contrast between these two different types of heroes. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, I, I have to scratch my head though. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely from both from different time periods, and but the, at the same time though. Aladdin has magic on his side, and and not they, really no, because because remember Genie was barely in that episode. He like made one appearance, and that's it. And it wasn't even his whole body; it was just a fist, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you can't say that's the that's the main connecting thing. So yeah, I don't but know. at the same time, though, Jafar did die, and he did go to Hades, which was obvious. Uh, by that logic, how come we don't see like Ursula or Scar there? Or Frollo. Well, they're not... Well, I would say Frollo and Scar aren't nearly as powerful as Jafar. As so, is by, by that logic, only the powerful villains can go to Hades? I'm, by, that, by that logic, only the powerful 
um, so the most powerful villains can actually um, put up a decent fight to get to Hades to talk to him. Okay. Well, anyway, that's Hercules and Aladdin. Okay. Oh, here's a good one. Going back to, I think it was my IDW. You remember how I said they like to cross over ones? Here's one. Django and Zorro. Ooh. For those of you who don't know, Django Unchained was a movie in 2012 by Quentin Tarantino. Stars Jamie Foxx as a escaped slave, and he becomes like a gun shooter, right? A, a bounty hunter. Pretty much. And he, and, he, and he like teams up to like get his wife back and like take on a bunch of racist Southerners. Mm-hmm. It was a great film. Definitely lots of action. And so I think years later, it was actually involved, Tarantino himself was actually involved in the writing of this himself. Ooh. So that definitely helps. Basically, I think Zoro and Django teamed up. I think because it's. I think they started to like find treasure, like find like a. And end up finding bad guys. I don't remember. I haven't actually read too far into this. I re- only recently got this one, so. Fair but enough. It definitely sounds like a a, a a crossover that could definitely happen. Like time, it definitely like meshes up better time period wise. And Hercules and Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. And they're both like Westerners, Western styles, you know, they're both like action heroes. So it's a definitely interesting idea, and I think it comes together very well. And then again, like I said, I haven't read all of it so far, but definitely worth checking out. Uh here's a here's a stranger one, okay? Star Trek and Planet of the Apes. Ooh. Yeah. Uh again, I haven't read this. I have I ha- I have a copy of it, but Basically, the, the the crew of the Enterprise, I think, mostly Spock, Kirk, and, and McCoy find themselves on Planet of the Apes, as as you would imagine. As it as as it would. Yeah, that's a interesting idea when you think about it. That's another interesting idea. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think of that one, Benny? I mean, it could definitely happen because because Star Trek is all about finding new planets to make to make a. To make peace with them and make friends with them. Yeah, but Planet of the Apes is like supposed to be our world just in the future. So, you, uh, again, I think they travel to that universe instead of like it being in their universe. So, Well, I guess it could. I mean, warp drive can happen weirdly sometimes. They yeah. have done in the past, too. Yeah, that's true. So, it's definitely an idea, like, bringing two iconic, like, science fiction franchises together. And I, like I said, I haven't read too far into it, but I definitely want want to finish that one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, remember how I said IEW likes to cross over a bunch of their stuff? Uh-huh. Well, for I think I don't remember when this was made, but there was like a whole event where they took like I think Ghostbusters, Transformers, GI Joe, and Star Trek. And they put, took all those comics and they like had like this like z- like zombie wave like hit them. All at the same time. So they didn't actually like cross over, but it, it was like the same thing happening on these several worlds. It was called Infestation. Huh. Was this before or after Marvel Zombies? I think after. I don't even remember if it was zombies, but it was like some kind of like same kind of threat. Fair. Okay. So it wasn't a crossover in like... Those, like I said, the characters don't actually meet, but like the same thing is going on, so that's the connecting force. Alright, that is rather interesting. How would that work for the Transformers, though? I don't, I don't know. I, I have, again, I haven't read that because that's harder to find than like, say, Marvel vs. DC or Django and Zorro. 
Django and Zoro cost me like twenty five bucks, I think. Ooh. So, and keep in mind, people, I don't have like a whole, I don't have like a whole lot of money, so I can't. Nice some of these sound. I can't buy everything, unfortunately. So. So, but I definitely do would want to check that out. Okay, uh, here we go. Uh, Big Trouble in China meets meets Escape from New York. For those of you who don't know, Big Trouble in China was a John Carpenter film from 86 starring uh, Kurt Russell. And Escape from New York was an 81 film also starring Kurt Russell. And basically, he, he took the two main characters of those films, played by Kurt Russell, and had them teamed up. So it's definitely a surreal idea. I use that word a lot, surreal, don't I? Uh, a little bit. Not too much, in my opinion. All right. All right, so, yeah. Uh, and this last one I'm going to do, I'm going to leave us with, again, comic book fans know this, like, uh, not not as hardcore ones like you, and I, I'm assuming the general public don't know about this, Fables. Fables? Yeah. You remember the, the video game The Wolf Among Us? Yes, I've heard of it. Well, basically, The Wolf uh, Fables is like a, a, a crossover of a different various fairy tale characters and they're pretty much all like living in this like secluded city in modern day huh. you remember the, you remember the sh tv show once upon a time yes that's pretty much like the idea but instead of like the disney versions of these characters it's pretty much just like the general idea of these characters like you got the big bad wolf of various f films you got uh you got the jungle book characters in there you got snow white in there you got red Riding hood there's a whole lot of characters in there and it's, it's it's really it's a really good it's a really good read. Definitely makes it's it's kind of like it's kind of like you ever read the Sandman? I've heard yeah. It's kind of like how you take these like like well Sandman was like characters from like mythology, right? You know? Right. It's kind of like you take these unrelated characters and just like see how they mesh in like the same setting. It's it's really good. I definitely recommend checking out Fables. So is there like so it's almost like Shrek in a way. Only, uh... In a way, yeah. <laughs> so, those are some lesser-known crossovers. I definitely recommend checking all of them out if you can get your hands on them. What are some of your favorite crossovers? Don't don't be afraid to send us in any. Uh, Benny, what, you, what, would you like to give out your e email address so you, they can send those in? Uh, I, I can't, uh... Well, okay, we'll we'll make it like a, a separate email address later on if you like want to send us questions and ideas. Yeah, all right. We'll, we'll maybe throw that in the next episode. Sure, we'll do that. Okay, but anyway, that was that was this week's episode. But talking about crossovers, what will you think the future will hold for crossovers? Uh, the future is boundless, really. There's so many ways you can have a crossover. That's true. Only time will tell. Hopefully, hopefully we get some good ones and hopefully some bad ones because they can be good to make fun of, you know. Yeah, so good, so bad they're good. Yeah, like the room. <laughs> can you imagine if the room was involved in a crossover? Oh gosh, that old open can of worms. No, no, don't, 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 don't send those. Don't send those. Bags. All right. Anyway, this is talking with Ben and Jet. I'm Jet, and I'm Benny. We'll see you next time, folks. See ya.